Hey guys, you're listening to the Metal Heart Podcast. I'm your host uh, today, Kadrian Yuristagos. Uh, I've got two guests with me, per usual. Uh, Jason Williams, say hi. Hi. Max Rodriguez, say hi. Hi. And uh, this might be an explicit podcast, so if you are uncomfortable with that, go ahead and shy away now. Uh, but let's go ahead and get started. We're, this episode is about faith. Jason, what is faith? Oh, God, terrible time for me to take a drink of water. Um, <laughs> okay, to me, the concept of faith is something you could put belief into that it can be it can be real it can be a figment it can be religious it can it can literally be anything it's okay. just something you put belief into in the hope that things will be better or possibly worse i think it's you know what i think the best way to put it is something you put belief into mm-hmm. and that, that i think that's the best i could do with it honestly yeah Max, do you have a different definition for that, or? Um, I can give you the definition I thought of, which was like a, it's similar to Jason's, where like you you put belief into something whether you have concrete proof of it or not. Okay. Con- like that was this, like, specifying on the concrete proof or not, like that's the like your like difference in that. Yeah, yeah. Definition. So like, you could have, maybe an idea of it, but like you can't completely prove that it's like real or that it's going to come true or that it's something that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. So you can like, you can have faith in that. Yeah. I think like an example I can give is like, you know, like in Naruto, like everyone has faith in Naruto in the pain arc in Shippuden, uh, to like beat pain basically. Mm -hmm. Like uh, it doesn't have to be religious in any sort of sense. Like you can still, you can have faith in people. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, that's the example I was coming up with. Yeah, I think uh, that's what it comes down to is you believe in something and expect something out of it. Not necessarily personally, but you expect something to happen. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so the next question is, what do you think is the difference between faith and love? And I'm going to add one more to that, hope. To kind of go back towards our last episode. Or not love for our last episode and hope the episode before that. Okay, um, I think faith and hope, first off, kind of go hand in hand. I think in order to have hope in something, you have to have faith in it first. Like you have to have something grasping you to it. Mm-hmm. So, like um, in the religious sense, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have faith in God, so their God is their hope. So. Um, okay. if I have faith in anything, I get hope from it as well, typically. Okay. Not necessarily tr- all the time. Like, you can have faith that something bad will happen. Yeah. doesn't mean you want something bad to happen, but you're just like, oh, I know something bad's going to happen. I know something bad is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're not getting hope out of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think faith comes before hope in most processes. Okay. So what so. about love, then? I think faith and love go hand in hand, but necessarily don't qualify for each other or qualify, quantify each other. Sorry, quantify. So like, I don't think, um, I think you could love your spouse, but you don't have faith that they will do something. Like you don't have faith that they will live up to their dream. They will do whatever they said they're going to do. But in some instances, you do, you should have faith in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, 
uh, you have faith that Max isn't going to cheat on you. Yeah. So you let you, or I make it sound like like your owner, but you <laughs> let her hang out with other guys, or you let him her hang out with whoever she wants because you know. Yeah. You have faith that Max is not going to screw me over, and she does the same to you. Yeah. I so, they go hand in hand in many instances, but there's also instances where, they have nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of what it is. So, uh, yeah, that's the main difference, I think. Love, uh, the concept of love is... By the way, what, what, do, what did we say the definition of love was again? I honestly don't remember. And that was, I like, think... what, yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think we actually really defined love, if I remember correctly at my notes. Hold on. We just went straight into what's the difference between compassion and love. Oh my god, so we never went into what love is. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we went into it during the episode, but yeah. like, we at didn't the beginning, a... we didn't. Yeah. Okay, um, because I don't know how I'm going to define love right now. Hey, I mean, man, if you can't do it, that's fine. I think the, if I remember correctly, it was like, it, it can be illogical or illogical, uh, like kind of like feeling that you get for someone or something. Okay, so illogical, but or okay, because I remember I said it, it's illogical, but a logical right thing that you feel towards somebody that you want the best for them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess in that concept, um, faith would be even so they to me they have different definitions. Mm-hmm. Um, faith once again is you believe something will happen, and you trust. Faith is more trust based. Love, you could love something and not have trust in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I think that's going to be the biggest difference. What do you think is the difference between faith, love, and hope? Um, I believe faith is more of like an ideal as opposed to love, which is more of like an emotion. Okay. Um, hope, same thing. Um, the difference between all of them is just how you experience them. Um Jason pretty much hit it on the nail in explaining it, so I can't really elaborate more than that. Yeah. Or give any other like specific examples. He did a really good job. Yeah, I, I would, I would agree. Jason did a really good job on that part. So we'll oh. go on, uh, to the next question then. Should actions be based out of love or faith or maybe even a combination? I definitely think it could be a combination of things. You don't want to like approach a situation or an experience with just one path in mind you got to be pretty open-minded and react the same way so i think a lot of situations you can approach with both faith and love in mind okay you jason i think in most situations in most situations you should have both but in a lot of situations for example we could talk about religious persecution Mm. um like People that are religious persecuting, not the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, uh, we could use Christians being very judgmental and very terrible towards people mm-hmm. because they have faith that they're doing the right thing in that context. Yeah, that's not based in love. Exactly. That's more based in faith. They're yeah. trusting that they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And once again, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with you that I don't think you should treat people terribly because you trust that it's the right thing to do. But I understand it. Yeah. I I get it. You get why they're doing it. Yes. Doesn't mean I think it's good. But, so I, that's why I, I have difficulty hating on people who struggle or who are to do bad things to an extent, mm-hmm. but not terrible things. <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. you know what I mean? 
There's a reason, uh, for example, when someone screws me over, I don't hate them. I think to myself, there's a reason they did that. They thought they were doing the right thing, whether that they think the right thing is to hurt me to so they could get farther. At the end of the day, they think they're right. So then I'm going to ask a different th- uh, kind of question then. Um, this kind of goes back to the compassion episode of... Uh, what? Do we, sorry, I had the question and um, kind of lost it. But I wanted to bring t- compassion towards this because obviously you, a lot of people view faith as compassion. Mm. So like... What do you think the difference between that is? So I think the big deal on that end is it's very different in the context that they don't even have to relate to each other. I could have compassion for someone that I have no faith they'll be better. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's plenty of times where I'm still kind to someone or I show compassion to someone and I know they're not going to be better. Yeah. An example is a drug addict that you know is never going to get away from what they're doing. Doesn't mean you should sit there and degrade them and treat them like shit. But at the same time, show them some compassion. Maybe, maybe they'll defy your faith. Maybe they're, mm-hmm. they're, you will be wrong. Yeah. There's times where you have faith and you wish your faith is wrong. Yeah. You, you be, believe, yep, nope, I, th- that is not going to turn out good. But I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, like, this brings in a little bit of hope along with it as well. Like, all these are, like... Kind of what I'm getting at is, like, a lot of these are, like, interconnected with faith. Yeah, they're all interconnected with each other, to be honest. Yeah. Um, the only one that's really kind of an outlier is love. Love, you don't necessarily have to... You don't necessarily get hope out of love, I think. In those instances. Yeah, just instances. Yeah. Not, I don't think it's really intertwined. But all the others, I feel, kind of get entwined with each other. That's fair. I think you can get hope out of love. Yeah, I said you can, but I don't think it's, like... Like a common. deaf, a common thing? Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't think it's... Personally, like, maybe you're right, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we're both wrong. I have no clue. I think, uh, like, just from, like, my point of view is that, like, when you're in love, I think you, like, you get a little bit, ho- like, hope and sense of the world. Like, hey, like, especially for me, like, I didn't, like, love myself. Um, talking about, like, the love, uh, love episode, but, um, like, I had... Like, I had, once I, like, was in love with Max, like, I had a lot more hope for, like, my surroundings and uh, for my environment and for the people I'm around and everything like that. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it for me, it did g- genuinely bring hope in a lot of uh, essence. So just in a, a different... It brought a different point of view. Yeah. Okay. I, I could see that. Like, I mean... I, I feel like there's not that many examples, but like honestly, but that is one one hundred. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. Uh, I think, even though I'm optimistic, I guess my, I think, <laughs> it's weird. I have cynical thoughts, mm-hmm. but I'm optimistic about it. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to explain. Like that. so, you have like have these bad thoughts, and you're like, I hope I'm wrong about these. It's more like, okay, for example, like the, the human race, you know. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I sit here and think of all the terrible things we've done. And then I sit here and think, yeah, we've done a lot of bad, but we could do a lot of good, too. Mm-hmm. So, let's get after it. So, it's like I a balance. Yeah. Like, I, I guess. I, I think. Like, I have, my first thoughts are always negative. I always have negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I have to think, and then I, I get out of it 
relatively fast, honestly. Anytime I'm thought of something, I think of the negative of it, and then I think of the positive of that negative, too. Like, uh, for example, um, I was talking to one of our buddies about how when this girl hurt me a lot, um, at first, I was very angry, and I hated on her. Yeah. And then, like, as I grew, as I lost weight, as I got more healthy, as I made more money, as I focused on me, I look back, and I'm like, maybe I needed that. Maybe... I, I don't hate her for what she did. Mm-hmm. Um, how can I hate someone who helped me grow so much? Even though they didn't intend to, Yeah. Th- they still did that. Yeah. So, like, even a negative experience, I'm like, you know what? That I needed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's let's move forward, you know? Yeah. So, like, I, it's not really I hope I'm wrong. It's I... I mean, sometimes that is the case, 100%. Yeah. But um, I think mainly it's I have the negative thought, and I'm like, odds are that's not going to happen. Right. I think that's what the way I look at it. So more from like a logical point of view. I guess. And sometimes it's illogical, so I, I honestly don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to explain something I honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, you're good. It, it's hard. But, uh, yeah, my thing is, is I do think hope and uh, faith are very intertwined. Uh, compassion and faith, I, they are intertwined. Because if you have faith in something, you're more likely to be compassionate towards it. But I also think you have to have situations where you're compassionate without faith. Yeah. And uh, another thing is, is we were talking about love and faith. Uh, even if I believe my God wants me to hurt people. Because I, they don't believe the same thing? Or or whether, if, if that's how I interpret it. Whether uh-huh. I'm not saying that the, any God does say that. But, like, let's say hypothetically, I have faith and believe that a God is to do that. Uh-huh. I love people too much to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want so much compassion for them, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, in those instances, love and compassion completely outweigh the faith. Yeah. And I think there's situations where your faith should outweigh love and compassion. Yeah. Um, not many, I honestly, I could think of. But, like... I'm, it, might, it might take me a minute to think of a situation <laughs> where I'd put faith above love and compassion. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, y- you could do something and have faith that a good thing will come out of it, mm-hmm. but it won't look compassionate at first. I think that's the best way to put it. Okay. So, for example, uh, whenever, once again, we had a uh, conversation with a friend, uh-huh. I, we had to deceive him to mm-hmm. get him to be there. Uh-huh. And he did not like that at all. Yeah. And at first, that seems like a shitty thing to do. That seems like very not compassionate at all. Yeah. Yeah. But we, he had faith in us that we wouldn't screw him over. Yeah, and we yeah. did it out of love. Yes. Yeah. So, like, that's more of a combination. So I can't really... I guess what I'm trying to say is you, you sometimes you have to do actions out of faith that something good will happen out of compassion and love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I guess faith can leave it, but I think overall they should stick together. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's perfect example. Um, so then let's go to the next question. Uh, Max, what was your first experience with faith? Uh, my first experience with faith was uh, growing up in a religious household. Uh, we went to church as often as we could. Uh, I went to Wednesday school. We went to Sunday Mass. Uh, growing up Catholic, I think, was one of my first experiences with faith that uh-huh. I can recall, at least personally. And 
honestly, for a long time, it was a really, really good experience because I was learning about the world through that sort of lens, and it was all really hopeful. It was all, like, very enlightening yeah. for a kid. But, uh, you know, things go sour sometimes, and that wasn't, like... That doesn't negate the positive experiences that I had, but it definitely didn't help continue them. Right. So I definitely growing up in a religious household was my first experience with faith. My first experience with faith was uh, my grandma giving me a gold cross um, necklace. And uh, later down the line, I gave it to my friend Anastasia uh, because I had lost faith in that religion. And I knew, uh, and she's still really good with her faith um, in a lot of instances as well. So, like, that was, like, my first experience was with faith was when she gave it to me and, like, you know, like, God is with you, you know. Just the classic, like, religious, like, passing down within a family mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. Like symbolism. Yeah. yeah. I get that. What um, about you, Jason? Honestly, uh, I grew up in a religious household as well. Christian. Uh, not, like, the actual the type that genuinely believes in loving people. Uh-huh. Like, uh, the, the thing, like, I just want to clarify how they were. They, they weren't the strict type that you hear about, like Westboro and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was always like, uh, like, for example, gays, like, even before legalization and all that, mm -hmm. and when it was basically okay to be homophobic, mm -hmm. um, my, my mom and dad were always like, hey, we don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not going to sit here and judge you. Mm -hmm. Just know that in the eyes of God, it's wrong, mm -hmm. and be respectful about it. Yeah. And that's honestly kind of the interpretation I still take of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't believe in God, so it really is not that far, but as long as you're not disrespectful with how you are, mm -hmm. I really don't care what you're into. But, um, so I don't think I have a specific beginning in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I just... You just knew growing up that you, that was like that for you. Yeah, I just knew that... And it felt right because, once again, my parents weren't judgmental of people. They just, yeah. oh, yeah, that's you. Cool. They talked shit. <laughs> they talked a lot of shit. But uh, they, at the end of the day, uh, they always knew that my parents weren't like, screw you, you're going to hell, yeah. no matter right. the reason. You know? right. um, so, yeah, I, I don't have a specific first thing. So then, Jason, I want to ask you this question. When did you first lose faith in someone or something? So, um, I actually lost faith in God in, like, uh, like sixth grade. <laughs> like, really fast. Um, it's when I found out that someone I knew who portrayed to be basically a preacher in church, who portrayed to be this amazing man of God, was a drug dealer on the side. And it kind of made me see things in the world of, uh, wow, people are just hypocrites. At that yeah. time, I was really cynical. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do that. Like, uh, like I said, I've always looked at things negatively. Yeah. So only I, within the last couple of years, I started looking at things positively after. Um, so growing up, I saw that and I was like, wow, that's a hypocrite. And then I'd see other Christians around school acting not Christianly. Yeah. And um, I was like, wow, they're hypocrites. And then in my head, I was like, what kind of God allows hypocrites to fall on him? Yeah. So... Then that's my view of it. And then, like, seventh grade, Kevin McGinnis <laughs> yeah. started. Uh, we brought him up before, but such an amazing guy, dude. I love that guy to death. Um, even though I, don't, I haven't seen him in, like, four years. 
uh, he came up to me and I basically told him my experience and he was like, hey, go to D now with me, which is a disciple now. Uh-huh. Basically, uh, you go and hang out at one of the, not pastors, uh, youth leader's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you stay the night there for a week with all these guys and stuff. And honestly, it was a great experience. Like it really was. I had a lot of fun. Uh-huh. With the, the religious people, they were kind. You, they were realistic. Really amazing people, honestly. Yeah. Um, so after that, from seventh to like tenth grade, I was like iffy. Eleventh grade, iffy. Twelfth grade, I got into it big time. I literally started going to like things. I went to like four Bible studies a week, literally. Yeah. From twelfth uh, grade to like this uh, sophomore. In college uh, at Tech, yeah, and I would go. Uh, I'd go and talk to. I'd go help out people Saturday nights and stuff uh, outside the church, mm-hmm. like that. That was my Saturday night, going out and helping people at the church. Yeah, um, and then like in high school, I'd go volunteer at a. Even when I was off in, offy about it, you know. Yeah. On and off, um, I'd go volunteer at a church because I still liked what they were doing. They were feeding kids. They were teaching them how to read, how to write, mm-hmm. how to do math, like stuff that had nothing to do with religion. They still were like, hey, let's help these kids out. Yeah. So I was really active in that. I loved that. Um, I remember and, that. Yeah, it, it was a really good time. Like that made me see like, damn, it's really nice how much. I, I viewed that and thought, you know what? Religion causes so much love. So I think that's why. Like I grew up with that. Y'all didn't really get that as much i guess so that's why y'all have more of a cynical view in some instances so like so just to give context me and jason uh basically grew up together and uh we met around the sixth grade in an english class we were sitting next to each other um uh he was not a kind person to me uh at the time but (laughs) just long story short like we've, we've grown up together um but i lose i lost my faith uh, around the same time in sixth grade, um, I started thinking a little bit more deeply about what it meant for me. And I I was like, and I was getting bullied a lot at the time. I was like, what kind of God would allow such kind of like hate in this world? Like to where like, I've done nothing to these people and not over here. I'm getting like hated on just for how I am and who I am. So that's when I lost my faith. And for a while there, uh, I, was very like anti-religion, um, like edgy, uh, like Reddit. like like yeah, edgy Reddit, like <laughs> anti-religion, like don't even speak to religion to me because I will bring your view of it down. Like I will like I will do my best to tear your world apart if you speak to religion about me or <laughs> about religion to me. So I was very very much against it. Uh, that changed for me. Um, um, when I met my ex-girlfriend, Megan, uh, we worked at a grocery store together. I've mentioned that before. Um, so she was a very Christianly woman and she showed me like, Hey, like your views are like of religion are honestly like, like I've had plenty of like good experiences with people who were Christian, like Kevin McGinnis and my friend Anastasia, like they were very kind people regardless of, like, my faith of not having any faith (laughs) in religion. Um, It's still, like, for whatever reason, my experience with her was, like, life-changing. And I actually started believing in religion 
uh, again, uh, for, for the about time we, like, we dated, um, and then soon after we broke up, I was not anti-religion, but I'm not for religion, um, I would still lean towards anti-religion, but I'm not, like, not spiritual, like, I definitely believe, like, there's some kind of, like, power, whether that, that be us as human beings, or as a whole, or, like, there is some cosmic kind of experience, like, thing out, entity out there, like, kind of behind the things, it doesn't have to be, um, God as we know it, God as we know it, you know, so, I, I think that's when I first lost faith was in sixth grade, but I did regain it at some point, and now I'm just more of a spiritual type person, I'm not anything of the sorts of leaning one way toward another. See, oh, and uh, my bad, I didn't even finish what I was saying. Uh, my bad, because no, you're you good. said that, that's the part I was about to get. After sophomore year, I realized the reason I was trying to do so much for the church was so I could try to believe in God as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember I called basically one of the guys that was helping me become a religious Christian. I told him, I said, dude, I don't believe I believe in any of this stuff. I'm like, I'm trying my hardest to believe it, but I can't force myself to believe this. Yeah. And then he was like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, what I said, what do you mean, what do I mean? And then at, the, at some point I just kind of realized I don't believe in it. Yeah. And I think just because it's not for me doesn't mean... It's not for others. Yeah, it's not for others. And that's how I view many things, not just religion. Yeah. So that's, I guess that's why I know, have another positive view of it if i was to put it on that same scale of view i obviously don't believe i'm not anti-religion at all i lean towards more towards religious than non-religion religion but i'm still atheist personally yeah well i guess we're more agnostic honestly you you sounded more agnostic when you said that Yeah. yeah but i think i'm pretty concrete in my idea i would say i would say i'm more of a spiritual person like i i believe the human does have a soul um, just maybe not like everything in religion is absolutely true. Um, and so like, I, th- I think of a lot of it as filled with stories and that, and that may be true or it may not be true. You know, it could have all been factual or, you know, we just don't know. But, yeah. uh, I think that's what comes into play with faith is like, you don't know. So you want to, you believe in it. Yeah. And I think that's something we all three share is, we have a lot of faith, but we don't have a lot of faith in the books we're told. Yeah. So I, I think that's our thing. Still have faith in humanity and what it can become and everything like that. Yeah, that's where all my faith is. You, Max, when have you uh, first lost faith in someone or something? Um, I think we all just got really hit hard in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like... Middle I school doubted. was the shit. <laughs> it was a very was formative a... experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did doubt, I think, a little bit before that, but it it was on and off. Like, I wasn't really fully convinced either which way. Um, but having doubt, of course, is, like, one of the ultimate sins that you can commit. Yeah. At, at least in the Catholic faith. <laughs> but um, I think one of the most concrete experiences I had when I lost it I think we talked about this a few weeks ago with my mom, <laughs> mm-hmm. was, I know it sounds silly, but when my dog got ran over, I was already having a really shitty, like, life at that point. In yeah. my in, in my sixth grade point of view, things were not great. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and they probably were not that great, but right. I, I really can't remember that all too well. But the nail in the coffin, so to speak, 
was when my dog got ran over. And I was already, you know, like, kind of depressed as a child. I was already having, like, rough experiences with, like, school life and, like, friends and, you know, home life. Things just weren't peachy keen. So the the fact that something like that had happened to me already when I felt, like, at my lowest really just, like, drove in the nail of the coffin. Like, what God would allow me to suffer like this? Yeah. So there must not be one. Because I used to, like, pray all the time about things that I, like, I wish would get better. Or I wish, like, I was happier or, you know just wanting my life to change in a good way and it never happened. So the fact that I put so much effort into hoping things would change and then my fucking dog dies on top of all of that kind of just like really threw me for a loop and I was like, you know what, forget it all. We're going to scrap this. We're just not, we're not playing into any games anymore. Yeah. So I'm curious to say this. Let's say things started going uphill for you. Do you Mm -hmm. think you would have started, would you have believed in God if, Things, like, even though things would get worse, they'd slowly get better, and, like... I mean, things like, did slowly get better. Right, I'm saying, but, like, it never really hit that severe of a low to you. Like, do you think if you never hit as low as you have in your life... You'd still would have Would you some... still believe in it? Um, just because I, I have the information that I do now about things that come after, I would say no. Like, I would, I would definitely still have lost my faith because of, like, things that continue to happen. Right. So, like, even if I didn't hit that ultimate low then, it definitely would have happened later. And you still would have lost it. And I still would have lost it. Gotcha. And, like, I didn't have really people leading by example either all the time. Like, I saw a lot of hypocrites in the church. I saw a lot of hypocrites, like, outside of church. Yeah. Like, you know, (laughs) there's this one saying, and I wish I could remember how it goes. Um, But it was pretty much like saying you're, you're partying on Saturday while preparing to go to church Sunday. Yeah. And I saw a lot of that growing up. So, like, it really made it hard to have faith in people who also had faith in God and kind of logic it out that way. Like, it really wasn't easy. They, they would basically, you're saying, is, like, create, uh, like do their greatest sins on, like, the day right before they would repent for them. Yeah. So, like, they were, they were Sunday Catholics. And yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much all it came down to. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, like, again, not a whole lot of people leading by example... Uh, one that I said, like, or I can say that did lead by example a lot of time is my mom, and she still does to this day, and she has very strong faith. But having that throughout my life still didn't help. Yeah. So, like, there's not a whole lot of factors I think could have changed my mind at, at a certain point. So I think for, like, for us as a group, basically, it was like a combination of things that made us lose our faith. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, for me, it was depression, it was the bullying, it was... Um, you know, just a lot of, like, hypocrites out there that would see, like, it was just a lot of, ne- like, negative things that, like, people were, weren't conscious of, like, how they were, like, showing themselves, and, um, or maybe they were conscious of it, and they just didn't care, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think it was definitely a combination of things what, is what made me lose faith. Yeah, and yeah. I can honestly say, like, nothing's changed. Yeah. I still definitely feel the way I do as I did as a kid. Yeah. So, like, even... And there's people who do break that mold of, like, they're definitely, like you said, your mom, who are, like, still, like, very faith-bound and very loving people and follow the faith very, very closely. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, like, it's not always, like, you you don't... If it... Like, for me, if, like, if the... 
if everyone read the book and followed it followed it to like at least majority of the time i would have definitely like i would have more faith in faith of religion yeah. you know like but because i see all this happening all the time and that people not practicing it consistently i think that's for me is is the consistency part like it's like as humans, like we we like consistency, and we and we like to break that consistency every now and again, like doing like eating at a different place than we usually do, you know, just for an example. But um, you want consistency so on what matters, on what matters, and what you yeah. believe in, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's something that like you have to be consistent in, um, and you can you can like sometimes hit your lows and just not hit that, but like that should be very far and few between as compared to what place you're going to eat, be eating at, you know? Yeah. And if you're seeing that on the daily of people claiming that they're Christian and then still being, like, rude and, and bullying people and not following their faith um, like, they, like they claim to be, then that brings out a lot of, like, distrust in that. Yeah, I think uh, the reason I... The, to summarize mine, at the end of the day, I think it's logically I just can hack it anymore. Because like I said... Yeah, when I was in sixth grade, I saw the hypocrites, and I grew out of that thought process. Because the way I was told was um, uh, love God, and sometimes uh, God is right, but not always his people, basically. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, that makes sense. And then as I got to look into it, I don't agree with the way God views love. Yeah. Like the way, because like, first off, you're told uh, God loves, uh, we love God because he loved us first. And in my response to that is love shouldn't be based on if someone loves you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like an uh, easy example is I love my baby sisters more than anything. Mm-hmm. When they were born, I promise you they didn't love me back. They don't understand love. Right. Yeah. So I just love them. Mm-hmm. And um, some people that have screwed me over in the past, I still love them to this day. Yeah. And I want the best for them and I want everything to go well. And I guarantee you they've never even cared about me. Yeah, I, but I don't think I should beat myself up, or I should stop loving them because they didn't love me. Right. right. You know, I think it should just—I love you because I do. Yeah. And if you love me back, that's amazing. That makes me happy. I feel like the the, the way I've grasped it is like God, in the sense of, is like an overbearing parent, like watching your every move and like saying like, you better not do these things because there's going to be a punishment if you do, like. Very overbearing type of love. Yeah. I think the way I looked at it is like, uh, first off, uh, I love my kid to death. Or like if I have a child, mm-hmm. I will love them to death. And, or at least I hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no matter who I love, no matter what they do, I want the best for them. But like, let's say they cross that line. We all agreed is bad to cross. Uh-huh. After they cross that line, I will still love them. But I still think they deserve the same treatment I said for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I think agree. we'd make exceptions in that cases. But no. everything before that line, I push for it to be lessened. Yeah. But after that line, no. <laughs> you yeah. know, at that point I'm like that person's a monster. I love a monster, sadly, but mm-hmm. they need They need help. They need this. They yeah. need whatever it is. They need whatever like whether it be punishment or therapy or whatever it needs to be done to get that person better. Yeah, I th- that's my thing. So, uh, I, but even if that person never loved me back, I you don't can think, still love them. Yeah, I don't think that should ever be a prequalifi- that pre-qualifi- pre-qualifier. That <laughs> yeah. pre-qualifier for uh, 
love for faith and yeah yeah faith too well faith it should be earned but love i don't think you should earn love and i don't think i'd be able to send my child to hell forever for not believing in me yeah (laughs) so let's jump to the next question is what are the drawbacks of faith okay um the drawbacks of faith are people not taking responsibility for their actions, for the actions of others, or, like, fully considering the full, like, contents of a situation. Um, an example is when bad things happen. People will say, oh, well, it's all part of God's plan. But they're not holding someone responsible for the bad thing that actually happened. They're just saying it's part of some grand scheme, and that's just going to be the way things are. That's yeah. a really big drawback to, to at least the religious type of faith. Um, or taking credit for things that weren't you're doing weren't they're doing so like when people say like it was a it was a miracle of god that this person got better i'm like okay well what happened to all the treatment that they went through what happened to all the doctors that treated them yeah what happened to all the medical professionals that like worked really hard to help them get better was that their work or was it god's work yeah, or like, the, was it God's ultimate miracle? Real quick, uh, I, I, I sorry, keep going, but uh, something we like as a paramedic, me and my buddy uh, Parker, yeah. we always say we want to say this. We never say it, obviously, but mm-hmm. we want to be like, if someone's like, oh, thank God you saved him or he saved, I'm like, don't thank God, thank me. I'm <laughs> exactly. the one right here. Exactly. <laughs> I did everything. <laughs> he just watched. <laughs> but then they'll be like, well, it, it, you're doing God's work. I'm like, mm, sh- I guess if that's the workaround you want to go for, sure. But, like, ultimately, it's that one person's hard work to go through the training, to go through the hell that they have to go through to make it to where they are so that they can treat your friends and family. So, like, I don't think it's ultimately God's miracle or God's work. It's the work of the individuals. Yeah. See. That's uh, another drawback to religious faith. Yeah. Well, what about... Uh, I, I was almost interrupt you. That's a, the... No, that's... The it. awkward... I, I didn't want to interrupt you. And I was like, wait, she probably has even more good points. So... <laughs> What are the drawbacks of a normal faith that's not based out of religion? Okay. Um, not knowing when to stop, I think, is a big drawback. You can have faith in someone who's been doing so many terrible things to you or to other people or to themselves, and you just don't know when it's okay to lose faith. And that's ultimately hurting yourself because mm-hmm. you're putting so much emotional work into this that you just don't know when to stop. I that's think fair. Be, be, be one. Yeah. No, I completely agree. What about you, Jason? What was, when did, uh, what are the drawbacks of faith, whether it be religious or not? Um, I completely, honestly, completely agree with what Max said on all of that. Like, there, that's a huge one. Um, I think another thing is, is when you have too much faith, you're more willing to do terrible things. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Once again, uh, we talk about, like, oh, Christians were mean to gays, and, like, they did mean things and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just one example. Mm-hmm. Uh, another is Muslims, like, mm-hmm. like radical Muslims. No, not, not all of them. I've met an ama- amazing Muslim people that are badass, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, like, the types you hear about, you know, over there in the extremist areas, they have faith that it's okay to kill someone if they're gay. It's okay to do honor killings. It's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you put too much faith into something. Mm-hmm. I think when you're putting faith over human life, there's a problem. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, like, and on 
as far as having faith in people, like you said, that is 100% true. Uh, they could keep hurting you, they could keep hurting you, and you just keep having faith, they'll get better. At a point, faith turns into delusion. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think people need to understand that is like that phrase, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. I think there sh- you should get more than one, one shot. <laughs> but uh, at a point, it's shame on you. At, yeah. at a point, listen, dude, this person screwed you over seven times, eight times, nine times. How many times are you going to let this happen? You know? Yeah. 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 At Absolutely. a point, I think it tells on who you are. And it, someone who loves their self isn't going to let their self be put through it. Yeah. The, like kind of how we did things is like uh, Cadrian and I with our buddy – we had faith that he would do better. Well, well you, you know who our buddy is, too. Yeah. Uh, we, uh... Starts with a C, right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Um, Not trying to throw him out there. Yes, yeah, I got you. Um, we had trust that he would do it, but we didn't hold our breath about it. Yeah. We said, you know, whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready to stop doing what you're doing, we're here for you. Right. Yeah. And in response, he basically threw it away and like we don't have sleepless nights about it this happened over a year ago Mm -hmm. we got over it but it still hurt yeah it's still and still think about them to be honest yeah i do too often and uh and i hope things get better even if it's not with us yeah but uh that's the thing is faith can become detrimental the detrimental if that's the only underlying cause you have i think faith has to be backed up with other things on the end of the day absolutely um and you said something about doing. Uh, this is a little off topic, but you said how we do God's work. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny when people say that because it's like, I wouldn't be, if someone was like, "Hey, go do Cadrian's work." I'd mm-hmm. be like, "No, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's called Cadrian's work for a reason." Exactly. Yeah. If it's God's work, God get to work. <laughs> like that's hop to it, bro. <laughs> you, you made the rules. <laughs> I'm only following them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think there should be exceptions. You know. <laughs> exactly. That's but, pretty funny. I like that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's my thing is uh, faith like, honestly does do amazing things, but it can do very, very terrible, terrible things. things too. Yeah. And faith in government. Faith in mm-hmm. governments have done terrible things when people believe that the government would do good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, I think faith in yourself is probably you know, better the best. than all these. Best. But there's drawbacks to that too. Too much faith in yourself, and the moment you mess up, you beat yourself up mm-hmm. so bad you know yeah. you're like man i'm i'm such an idiot how could i da 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 da, da? how did abcd all this you beat yourself up and you forget that you're just human so i want to ask a question then that's not on on our question list how do you stop from getting to that point of believing too much in something or to uh, uh maybe too much in yourself to where it gets to that dangerous level okay uh, do you want to go first sure i'll go first oh um, I think it's all about having realistic expectations from the beginning. And I said, I've said this before. Yes. Always having the realistic expectation for yourself and other people is how you get a consistent outcome for yourself and, again, for other people. Mm-hmm. But it, it prevents you from getting too far down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Is what I would say. Um, I just hiccuped that was weird. I just hooked up again. That was weird. Uh, anyway, um, I think not necessarily that. Personally, I don't mm-hmm. uh, completely agree. Mm-hmm. I think you could believe in. I what I personally believe is make the impossible possible. Mm-hmm. I 
and uh, first off, like in human existence, there's plenty of proof of that. Like, yeah. we literally fly in the air. I yeah. guarantee you, if you go back a thousand years, they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, that is never going to happen, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I, I don't completely agree with it. That's fair. But I think you could sit here. I think the best way is to have faith in multiple things. Mm. I think whenever you have faith, what you lose faith in something, something else takes up that mantle. So just don't have all your eggs in one basket. Yes. So okay. like, uh, I think I, both can coexist to be honest. Yeah. Having I, realistic expectations, still believing the impossible can be possible. Um, but also believing in not only yourself, but uh, others or, you know, for you, uh, for other people it might be religion for other people. It might be, it might be the government like that. The faith that the government will start doing better for the people or, um, or faith in humanity in general, you know, like you can definitely have faith in more than one thing. Right. And I, and don't get me wrong. Realistic expectations is for sure a good one. I just don't think that should be the main one. That's yeah. fair. Uh, in most circumstances, I'd agree, but it's sometimes okay to have faith that, you know what, uh, for example, Rosk or, oh, sorry. Um, Coming back from uh, CPR, whenever someone's heart stops, uh-huh. is extremely slim. It's like 12%. Mm. Um, it's okay to have... Uh, I could be wrong on that statistic. But uh, it's okay to have faith that they're going to come back. You know, It's yeah. okay to put all your faith in that at that moment. Okay. I think it's okay to say, I believe they can do it. Now, if it's completely unrealistic, like y'all said, it makes mm-hmm. no sense. If it's 90-year-old grandma and she's lost a lung and like all this has happened, I'm like... Guys, it's 12% including all ages, not 90-year-olds, too, right. with a long history, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, as terrible as that sounds. But I, I do think re- realistic outcomes is a good one. I just don't put that at the, the forefront. Top. Yeah. Gotcha. You know? All right. Sorry, I lost track of my questions. Give me one second. Uh, the last thing I think... Seven, so I think, is... So how often should you question your faith, Jason? Um, I think in a healthy manner, you should qu- question it in the sense of reevaluate it mm-hmm. and make sure you still believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I was going through that Christian phase and all that, uh, that was my thing is I hated, I didn't hate myself, but I hated that I couldn't believe what everybody else was believing Mm-hmm. And I kept on reevaluating, and I got to the point where I was unhealthy because I did it constantly. Mm-hmm. I think if you reevaluate it and you constantly come out with the same answer, there's a reason for that. Mm. And if there's a reason for that, look into it. And if it comes to a logical conclusion, you might be right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So then, then it would be a good thing that you question it daily. Yes, um, but in some instances, no. Like, how, okay, let's say uh, you have faith in Max. Mm-hmm. If you questioned every day about if you should trust her or not, or if you have faith in her, question if she's loyal to you every day, that would be ta- not only taxing in your mind, but even if you don't ask her, you'd kind of let it slip every once in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, you made, if you questioned it every single day, and you, the same answer is, yeah, she's going to cheat on me, Please leave. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but if the answer comes down to, you know what? No, she's got my back. You need to look at something internal because you're asking yourself the same question mm-hmm. and you're constantly getting the same answer. 
you need to find out something internally. Right. Because it, that, at that point, it has nothing to do with the faith. It's you're coming up with an excuse somewhere. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so it, it's healthy if you're doing it to try to establish who you are and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But I think it's unhealthy whenever... That's based around other people. Not necessarily other things. just other people. But I'd also say when you keep on coming up with the same thing and you have to talk yourself out of it. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I, th- I think that's it. So when do you think is an appropriate, like, do you have, like, a time span for uh, how often you should do it? Um, I think it, first off, changes on the individual. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're a religious person and you genuinely believe you're in the right and you're doing the right thing according to your thoughts, uh, I think you should only reevaluate when someone, when you've hurt someone and you feel you didn't mean to or when you hurt someone and you think, I didn't enjoy that. Yeah. Like, let's say I grew up in that, uh, in the hateful type of Christianity, mm-hmm. the Westboro type shit. Uh-huh. And, like, the moment I hurt a person because of their sexuality or whatever, I personally would sit there and reflect because I'd say, I, why am I hurting them? Yeah. Or, uh, the, uh, the, we could go back to what I was talking about with that racist guy. Um, th- that had nothing to do with religion, but that guy had faith that it was better to be white supremacist than whatever bullshit he, bu- uh, or whatever the other bullshit, or the white supremacy is the bullshit. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah I, I rewarded that completely wrong. He, he believed in bullshit over reality, but then the moment he was confronted about it and a black man comes up to him and says, why do you hate me? It made him question his faith. Yeah. And at that moment... He finally said, I don't know. If you don't understand why you believe in something, I think it's good to reevaluate it whenever you have doubts. Mm-hmm. Because you need to understand your faith. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand your faith and you're just following it blindly, I think that's honestly a good th- That's it. Blind faith is not good faith. Right. I think. I think you need to have at least some grounding. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Max? Uh, how often do you think you should question your faith? Um, I would have started this conversation by saying daily, but Jason gave some really good examples where that isn't a good thing. So I think it depends on the situation and like the type of faith at hand where like you are having doubts or where you are having trouble. Don't go through that experience with just the same mindset and expect things to change. Instead, internalize it in a way where it's constructive by like questioning yourself, questioning your your mindset, questioning your surroundings, um, and why you do believe the way you do. And if your answers are not coming up to what you're expecting or what you're wanting, explore that. So it really does come down to when the situation calls for it. I think in certain situations, like, uh, <clears throat> like when it comes to yourself, um, like, I think it's good to question daily as long as it's not an unhealthy amount of questioning. Um, why do you have to do this? Yeah, trying to move. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, when it comes to, like, I don't know if I have really any specific examples, unfortunately. Um, but I think you should question yourself daily if you're doing the right thing every day or, um, like, with how you're believing in, uh, or what you believe in is right and whatnot. And, just to like re like doing the reaffirm thing that I talked about in the love episode, of like doing the post and note thing of, you know, seeing that, like telling yourself like the good things, like I think it can 
questioning yourself daily can result in a good outcome. You just can't do it too much where it becomes unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I still would say partially daily, but when it comes to like other people, like you said, from like me having faith in Max, I wouldn't, I won't question that daily. You know, like that's that is unhealthy. Uh, basically, there has to be a situation that comes up for me to question um, my faith in uh, in Max or um, whoever else. You know, like there has to be a situation that comes up to for me to question my faith in that person. Um, or thing, you know, like if I believe like, like let's say because of my spirituality, let's say someone in like something miracle happens and you're like, you know what, maybe there is a God. That's when I'll question my faith in my, in my, like, you know, just something like crazy miracle happened where like I get into a bad accident, but somehow like there were all the odds were against me, but somehow I came out unscathed, like not even a bruise, not even a scratch, like. That look. That might be a moment where I'm like, "Bruh, I could have died, <laughs> but I came out completely unharmed. What the fuck? You know, like, I would, I would be like, okay, maybe there is a god. You know, that's that's a situation where I'd be like, eh, maybe I should question that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, like, if you y'all could YouTube this, the guy, the most unlucky, lucky person, uh-huh. and he's went through so much shit and survived, like, stuff he couldn't control, mm-hmm. like, yeah. car accidents, that fell out of a plane and, and lived. And lightning strike, right? He, oh. Lightning, no, I, he might not have been lightning struck, I could be oh. wrong, uh, but it is possible. Dude, he's went through so much bullshit, and he's won the lottery twice. Yeah. <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. survived each one when other people died. Yeah. And I'm like... Dude, I'd have to believe in God. <laughs> like, yeah, if I was that guy, I would believe believing in God. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I don't like your tests, but thank you for letting me pass. I guess. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, that's crazy. All right, so we're gonna take a quick bathroom break, uh, and then uh, we'll get back to this uh, the rest of the questions here in a second, guys. Uh, see you in a second. Alright guys, we are back. Uh, this is part two of episode five. We're going to continue the question list. Uh, so, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, we are now on to the next question. Uh, Max, do you believe modern society has a different view on faith from the past? And will it alter again in the future? I definitely believe that we have a different view on faith now than we did in the past. Faith, I think, was a lot stronger in the past. But... Because we've advanced so far as, like, a, a civilization, less and less people are needing it. Um, and will it change in the future? I definitely think so. I'm not sure in what way, but I don't think things are going to stay the same. Okay. You, Jason? I think that the view on faith is different, just like Max said. Uh, at least in the context of religion, 100%. Uh, that's true. I think... It as a negative in other ways, though. Um, I think a lot of people don't have faith in anything. Not themselves, not society. So that's why you have doomers. You know, yeah. you have people that, what's the point? What's the point? Like back then, religion was the point. God was the point. So even if you feel like your existence wasn't that important, you could at least serve a God until you die. Yeah. And it gives you something. Nowadays, everyone sits here and it's, what's the point in even trying? There is no God. There is no point in me doing things. I'm not saying everybody. 
Yeah. But I, I mean, like, there are people like that. Um, and I'm not necessarily saying, oh, you need religion. I'm saying you need to have faith in something, at least. You need to be have faith in yourself, faith in society, faith in something to move forward. Yeah. Uh, I think people have lost a lot of faith, and that's why depression is such a big thing. I'm not talking about clinical. I'm talking about, like, they just get depressed because what's the point? Yeah. Um, having a life where you have zero point is honestly pretty depressing. There, if if you feel like there's no reason for you to be here, there's nothing to have faith in, there's nothing to put value into, why move forward? That's fair. I think in the future, um, either A, people will realize that and get it together and start either having faith in each other, maybe religion will make a comeback, I don't know. Um, maybe uh, they'll put faith in themselves more. And obviously there's going to be a pluses and minuses to both of that. Or people will continue to lose faith and things will get worse and worse until someone addresses it. I think that's a big deal. Okay. I think um, in the context of humanity, we're all about patterns. Um, So I think in the past, like I agree with Max, like religion, faith was a big part of our lives. Right now I think we're kind of in a dip where... A lot of people don't see his faith as like a big part of their lives, um, and I think in the future that could change to where like into more extreme measure measures, to where there could be. I'm not saying this is for for certain. Like I'm not an all profit, all knowing future person, you know, but I I think a possible outcome would be that there's, uh, you're gonna be you're gonna have to choose what side you want, whether you're a believer or a non-believer. And it could lead to, like, lots of, like, wars and whatnot. Um, I think that's going to be kind of where I think the future of where, it, where it'll go. And honestly, I'm kind of enjoying the dip right now, uh, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, uh, compared to what I think it could be in the, what it could be in the future. I personally, on that end, I think um, we've already made that tra- change from if you don't believe in God, you're, it's either you believe in God or you don't. I think we've changed from that. And we've put it into politics. Okay. All we've done is change the God. Yeah. Is, oh, do you believe in the left or do you believe in the right? If you believe in the left, you're a snowflake, pussy, all piece of shit, worthless communist, lazy Uh asshole. If uh, If you're a piece of shit who's on the right, well, you're just this jackass who is racist and sexist and you think lowly of everybody that isn't you and you just think you're hot shit. Yeah. And you're just the worst person ever, yada, yada. And if you're in the middle, well, uh, you know what? You're not sexist. You're not a pussy. You're not a libtard. You're, you're worse than both of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's no winning. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I think all people have done is changed the God. You know? Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, that that's how I view it personally. Nope, sorry. Um, so then, let's go to the next question. When is faith taken too far? We've kind of sort of answered this earlier. Yeah, I think, uh, personally, uh, it gets too far when you're har- harming people for no reason at all. You're not harming them to help them, but you believe you're harming them to help them. Yeah. Uh, and in reality, you're not helping them at all. Uh, 
like I was saying earlier, um, sometimes like we deceived our friend and yeah. that hurt our relationship a little bit, but we did it with good intent and good intent came out of it. Yeah. We didn't do it because we we're like, oh, this will get him closer to God and like hope for the best. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think in the context of God and stuff, but as far as faith in each other, I think uh, the problem in that context is it gets into uh, delirious. You get delirious, you get, uh, I use the delusional. Right word. Delusional, thank you. You get delusional and just at a point it's, it's blind. I think that's honestly a problem. Yeah. One hundred percent, Max. When do you think is uh, it's taken too far? Uh, I believe faith is taken too far when you put yourself in situations that you don't need to be in, like having faith in someone when they're repeatedly hurting you, or you know, like we had touched on earlier, where it's just the outcomes that you're getting are not positive and they're just causing more destruction than they are helping. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my. I completely agree with that. So let's hop on to the last question I've come up with. Maybe you all have some afterwards. Um, what do you have the most faith in right now? The most, personally, I'd say is myself. I think I have unlimited potential. I think I can move forward, and I think I can make the difference I want. It's a close second, though, is humanity in general. Uh, the reason I have faith in myself is because I have faith in humanity, and I'm a part of humanity. Yeah. So I those are by far the biggest things I have faith in. I think we could, like you said, we go in cycles. Um, I think whenever we get down, someone goes and says, hey, I'll help you back up. Yeah. And I think that's honestly what makes humanity beautiful. You, Max? Um, I think what I have most faith in right now is my friends and family. Um, I see them do good things every day. I see them make themselves better every day. And that brings me a lot of hope for the future. Mm-hmm. I think the second would be myself. I know myself, I think, pretty well. Um, and I'm capable of really good things. So I do have a little bit of faith in myself. Maybe not as much in my friend, like as I do in my friends and family, but definitely top of friends and family. And, of course, my partner. Oh, <laughs> Damn. I my- mean, you are a friend and a family. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but still. Oh. And a family. <laughs> Uh, part of family. <laughs> Better said. It's your whole family. A whole family. <laughs> I think for me, the order I'd put it in is kind of the same that we have for the circles of love that we were talking about last episode. It's faith in self, faith in close people around us, whether uh, friends and family, then faith in and then acquaintances, and then faith in strangers, which. Humanity, I guess, puts puts it on, like, the very end. But, like, I think I still have very strong faith in the people that I know first than I do strangers. But I feel, that. I feel like it's definitely, like, I still have very strong faith in everything. everything. It's just I do have an order. Mm. All right. Do you all have any last-second questions that you all want to ask each other? or? Um, none that are presently coming to mind. Yeah, I got nothing on mine. Yeah, I'm pretty much good to go as well. So, well, we'll go ahead and end the podcast there. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we have faith that you'll join us on the next podcast, <laughs> <laughs> the next episode. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, enjoy y'all. Uh, enjoy the rest of y'all's day or the rest of y'all's week, whatever it may be. Um, and have a good one. Catch you on the flip side. See ya.